Ted Pulsiver. We are live today on the show floor of SampleCon. Hi, Jamin. Thanks for having me. It's 2021. This is my first live event. How's it going for you? Oh, it's great. Uh, this is my first live event in about a year and a half, other yep. than a couple of select meetings. So it feels wonderful. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's just so nice to be able to see people. What do you think about the show so far? Yeah, so far it's great. You know, this is a perfect time. I just got done hosting a panel and have done some other events that we sponsored. And so it's just been great to switch gears and kind of be a participant and start looking and observing. And uh, it's been great. Really good conversation. A lot of new faces. I had a panel of three and two of them are first time SampleCon attendees, which just speaks about the growth. Yeah, for sure. What do you think about the pandemic in terms of how it's impacted you? Yeah, it's interesting. So we sold our business to Schlesinger and, and uh, actually finalized that in February of 2020. So we, I kind of felt like the last person to get a table at their favorite restaurant, if you will. And we yeah. just kind of walked into that and then, of course, didn't see anything coming. So, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the plans and everything that we had to collaborate with our qualitative business and our quantitative business sort of got put on hold, the in-person work. But a couple of advantages that we had is a lot of clients uh, in our business that do traditionally in-person qualitative work that were interested in doing digital qual, but uh, maybe I'll try it later. They were all sort of forced to do it immediately if they wanted to hear from their customers. And we also saw the cadence, the need to hear from customers evolve from maybe quarterly to monthly, and in some cases daily. Mm. We ran a ton of surveys around COVID and started doing a lot of qualitative events on change of purchase habits, everything, parenting, across the board. So we actually saw it as, as somewhat of a business accelerator. So interesting. You've got a lot of, you know, I mean, think about Schlesinger is one of the big names inside of the industry from both a size and mm -hmm. also from a reach perspective. And I mean, just, you know, just the fact you've been around so long, how is it working for him? Yeah, it's it's great. It's really interesting because we went from this, you know, seven to eight year old startup that was really based totally. on technology yep. and did a lot of work in one sort of segment of the market, which yep. is online consumer and B2B, and then found ourselves part of a 50 year old organization yep. that was started by our CEO's mom in, right. in her house. Yep. And so just to kind of live that experience of kind of the best of the old, the best of the new. And so now our you know, the, some of the positives that we have is we've got a lot of relationships, a lot of qualitative customers that we can start working with and bring them value from uh, the new companies that we bring to the table. And that's just been a lot of fun. And then also the flip side is how do we take a company that's been very successful for 50 years and continue to evolve, continue to invest in technology, continue to challenge ourselves, uh, come up with new offerings. And, and we're having a lot of fun doing that. That's great. I mean, you guys do have, there was a, I mean, what was it? It was like two years of serious M&A activity. Yeah, and we're not stopping. Oh, so, is that right? Uh, that, was, yes. that was kind of like my question. So, so like the M&A is, is, a, is a growth pillar. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got goals to kind of double our revenue over Love the next it. couple of years, and we'll certainly try to, you know, expand our sales and expand our team. But a lot of that will be through strategic acquisitions, and that's a really, really fun process to be a part of. Certainly, I know Steve would love to talk to you in more detail about that whenever you want. So. So the, um, and I know you're probably not the right guy to ask the question, but when you think about acquisition, so I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> sure. No problem. <laughs> when you think about like the acquisition thesis, I'm sure you're at the table though. Is it predominantly revenue based or is it like sector based or strategic technology or like yep. HR? How, how are you thinking of it? So I'll touch on a couple relevant points for us when we think about it. I think you know, earnings and revenue and money, of course, that all has to work out. Sure. It has to be something that, that adds value, that adds earnings, that, that really makes sense. We're not doing a lot of just kind of 
grabbing customers and that totally. sort of thing. But at the same time, I'd say what's more important is that everything is based on strategy. So right now what makes us unique is we're the largest qualitative firm in the world. Right. And then we've expanded into digital qual. And with our acquisition, in addition to doing medical market research and in-person research, now we can do consumer and B2B in a really broad way for the last year and a half. So whatever we add in next is going to be an enhancer, something that adds value to our clients. And we, we think we're carving out a pretty good niche of being this sort of one-stop shop for data collection. So if we can talk to our clients and they might need three focus groups, they might need a survey programmed, they might need digital qual. And so the more things that they might need that makes sense with Schlesinger, we'll do. The one thing I'd say that I've learned the most from, from Steve and the other executive team this last year, though, is that fit matters more than anything. Mm. So on top of numbers, on top of strategy, there has to be a really good correlation where there's a good synergy and the people get along. Because if that's not there, then uh, usually it's an uphill climb. Fit. It's all about fit. Yeah, 100%. When you think about your customer, I imagine the growth opportunity is pretty significant within the specific individuals that are buying from you. Um, but are you also seeing the customer persona expand beyond traditional market researchers? Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that. I mean, in fact, a lot of our uh, buyers uh, from the qual side might not do market research. They might call it customer experience. Right. They might call it customer feedback. They might call it user just experience. taking surveys, user experience. So there's a lot of different ways that different people that matter call what we do right. in data collection. But we're also seeing things sort of expand across an organization because like I mentioned before, we might have offered one or two solutions before, right. make recommendations to other companies. Now there's a really good chance that we can do it uh, ourselves. Um, and so that's that's what's really fun is that, you know, the size that we are, we have a lot of folks that are working internally to figure out what other opportunities exist within our clients. And then I'd say, we also have a challenge, which is a great challenge to have, but kind of educating our clients on all the things that we do. You never want to assume that your clients are reading your press clippings and they know that you bought this company and you have this capability. It's all our job to talk to them and let them know all the different services that we have where we might add value. Uh, and that part's really, really fun. So the sales pitch has really evolved to the one-stop shop for all of your consumer insights needs. Yeah, I think if you had to boil it down, um, that would be a, a great place to start. I mean, the fact is, if we can talk to folks that are conducting research, there's probably a 90% chance that something in our portfolio can help them. And that's a great thing. Do you think that it, it ends with a centralized hub, like, and maybe that already exists, where research is stored and commissioned? Hmm. That's a tough one. I think that elements of that could be, but we still see, well, I guess at least I'll speak from my perspective on yeah. the, the quantitative side uh, traditionally. We still see so much customization uh, and so many things that are kind of unique to the day and time that I think kind of storing stuff and accessing it and syndicating it, I don't see as much a demand for that with the group that we work in. But who knows? I'm not a great predictor of the future, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, I'll pass on that one. That's a good point. I'm not either. Ted, thank you very much for joining yeah, me Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a great rest of your show. Yes, sir.